and certainly heightened by the fact that we are the Jets. In Chicago, and he's doing this. I mean, that is what Bobby the Brain Heenan would call a ham and egger move. What the heck's going on in Champaign, Illinois with Brett Bielema? They, they have a real shot to get to. Frazier's got it! And the Big Ten Championship is in Champaign! <laughs> they rush the floor! And now, broadcasting live and local. From the 98.9 The Game Studios in Effingham, Illinois, it's the starting lineup with Travis Sparks, Broncos Country, let's ride, and Eric Fry. Yeah, and you, you know, you're, you, 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 excuse me. It's the starting lineup on 98.9 The Game. Welcome in to a football Friday edition of the uh, starting lineup. We're live here on the air on 98.9 of the game ESPN radio. Travis Sparks, Eric Fry alongside, and we're hanging out with you talking sports, talking some football, of course. We'll get to the high school football matchups tonight for week number five. We've been setting you up all week with our area coaches talking about their matchups, so we'll finally get to those and uh, break down those matchups and we even got the playoff picture entering this week as well yeah we were already talked about playoffs and we'll also hit up on uh, some local sports that doesn't involve the uh, gridiron from last night we'll get set for the schedule tonight and we'll get set for the schedule for you tomorrow and also it's football this weekend a loaded college football slate so just clear off all the chores and uh, just sit back in your recliner and watch some college football tomorrow a lot of good games on no matter where you look and of course the uh, Fighting Illini will be back in action. 2 30 will be uh, the uh, kickoff against FAU, and it starts 1 30 is the uh, pregame right here on 98.9 for uh, that. And we'll be hitting up on some other college football matchups. We'll see if the Cinderella story of Colorado comes to an end or. If the legend grows even more, uh, we'll hit up on uh, some NFL. Already got kicked off last night. If you didn't notice, at least one team kicked it off last night. And we'll get to uh, some entertainment, of course, and our pick'em games, NASCAR, high school pick'em, all coming up in the show at some point. And whatever we don't get to here in the Trestle Show, we'll get to in the podcast. Except for baseball. In some sort of fashion. Except for baseball, because the Cardinals are out of it, and the car and the Cubs are having a little difficulty getting in the win column. Stumbling down the stretch. We're not talking about them, Travis. Ah, Although I did hear, yeah. I want to say, uh, heard on the morning show, uh, the girl from the morning show. Michelle Smallman. From St. Louis. Mm-hmm. Read the Sports Center read about the Cubs and how they've lost like 10 of their last 11 games. And she just yep. went, 
Oh, that's so sad. <laughs> I'm sure with the I most like sincerity, it, it, too. Yes, it, 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 made, it made me giggle. Yeah, but then I was right. like, and your team's been out of it for two months. And so. <laughs> hey, that's uh, my girl, Michelle Smallman, St. Louis, through and through, through her blood. Love it up there on on, on Sportsman Lake yep. in the morning. So, Big fan of that show, uh, by the way. Absolutely. Love, love that, that. Uh, those guys have a uh, great chemistry uh, there, and uh, so uh, we'll be getting to everything in the uh, podcast, whatever you don't get to in the uh, terrestrial show. And uh, coming up after we're uh, done, of course, this is Sports Spectacular, brought to you by uh, the Illini guys, and so uh, they'll be talking more about Illinois athletics and the football game tomorrow as well so all right let's uh, get right into it we got a lot to cover here today on this football friday so uh, let's get into it and let's get it started and kick it off with first things first before we get into the show First things first. And we're starting off in high school football, of course. It is week number five uh, tonight as it kicks off. And we usually start with FEM, but I want to switch things up because this is the more intriguing matchup uh, here in the uh, Lincoln Prairie because of uh, conference implications here as it's the uh, Cumberland Pirates scoring off with Arthur Lovington, Atwin Hammond, and Eric will have coverage for you over there tonight at 7 o'clock. And uh, that's on W. WCRA 995 AM and it's the Knights coming in undefeated mm-hmm. coming into uh, Toledo tonight and going to be taking on the 3 and 1 Cumberland Pirates as it'll be a good one over there in Cumberland tonight at least it should be Yeah it it should be my question for tonight's game is can the Cumberland defense stop this attack from Arthur Mm-hmm. Yeah, rushing attack's been a pretty potent. Yes, it has, and you know they they haven't scored less than thirty points in a game mm-hmm. this season. Right. And on the flip side of that, can the Cumberland offense keep pace with this Arthur offense? Sure. So it's I think it's going to be a clash. I think it's going to be you know to me Cumberland's defense has been pretty good this year. Mm-hmm. The rushing attack for the Pirates has been pretty good. Right. Arthur defense has been pretty good this year. Yeah, Their rushing been attack has been pretty good this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. These are two, and again, no disrespect to anyone else, but this is Arthur's first real test of the season. Minus maybe Villa Grove, but maybe Villa Grove isn't who we thought they were. But they're the ones who gave Arthur the most problems. I mean, that was yeah, our that, that was, was the closest Arthur, game. Yeah, Arthur's closest game this year mm-hmm. was just an eight point win over Villa Grove in week two. Right. So, yeah, that was the most points that the defense have let up. Yeah, all year too. So it makes me wonder, you know, is is Arthur this good, or have they just not faced right. good opponents? Yeah, and that'll be a test tonight. But uh, to me, Travis, you know, you mentioned about the the conference. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, with the way things have kind of panned out, if you're Cumberland, you really don't have a way to win the conference because you have the loss to Sullivan. Sure. Unless Sullivan goes and loses two at some point. But we know they have Arthur still to play. But other than that, I don't really see anyone on their schedule who's a threat. 
Right. I mean, the only thing that you could do was uh, for Cumberland, you can uh, win tonight and then uh, either Arthur fall to Sullivan in the regular season finale. And the worst you could have is a share of the conference at that point. But again, not to us. Well, yeah, not to the starting lineup, of and, course. And probably not to Coach Watkins, if we're honest. Well, yeah, he'd, probably. But He'd probably go, Sullivan beat us. Like, they, they beat us. They should be the, the conference champ. So, I think the goal tonight for the Pirates is, again, you already faced one really good team this year in Sullivan and looked bad. They looked bad in that game. You need to come out and look good against Arthur just to give yourself the confidence of we can compete with good teams because – when the playoffs come around, you're going to be facing good teams. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The the one thing on the Cumberland side, I think, uh, tonight is that I think that they have the mental edge in the sense of since Coach Jefferson has been there at Arthur, they haven't had much success and much luck with the Cumberland, and that was with Fagan. Mm-hmm. So uh, they're, Arthur's coming out tonight looking to steal one on the road, and they're looking to uh, finally beat a team that's had their number in recent years and they're looking to keep an historic season that hasn't happened in quite a while Mm -hmm. and keeping it going and you know i think whoever wins this game arthur could run the table until they run uh to sullivan if they Mm -hmm. win and then cumberland uh you know they've already faced the two top teams now after tonight they could possibly win out as well so i mean yes there's major playoff implications as far as hosting a playoff game yeah a, a win tonight for cumberland would go a long way in helping them reach that goal mm-hmm. of, of a first round home playoff game it won't derail that goal for arthur it'll put a, right. a bump in it but it won't derail that goal and i i still think with two losses you can still host a playoff game right i really do so i don't yeah you just have to get really unlucky mm-hmm a draw in the playoffs to yep. not not have that happen. But I, I think, Travis, you know, here we are more than a quarter, you know, of, of the way. I mean, technically more than a third, uh, as you can't divide nine up into quarters. But we're a quarter of the way through the season. I think we can clearly say Sullivan, Arthur, and Cumberland are the class of the Lincoln Prairie. They are a step above everybody else right now. Mm, That's yeah. not to say things can't change. But right now, those three teams – are head and shoulders above everybody else. Oh, yeah, 100% uh, agree. And, you know, Cumberland won a different style of game uh, last week against uh, Villa Grove. Obviously, it'll be mm-hmm. a different story uh, tonight with the talent of rushing tag of Arthur. Or will it? It could be, yeah. If Cumberland can protect the ball and not have turnovers and just keep grinding and draining that clock, sure, I mean, keep the ball out of Arthur's hands. I mean, yeah, Arthur can't score if they don't have the ball. Exactly. So that it, might be it, the strategy. It comes back down to can Cumberland protect the football. Last week, no they turnovers. Did. Heading into last week, they had seven through three games. So if they can protect that football, they can grind, you know, grind out some long drives that will keep the football out of Arthur's hand and give themselves a shot. Mm-hmm. Yep. So that one should be a good one over on a WSCRA with the Knights and the Pirates matching up. Other game over on Jack FM. Dominic and I will be in Charleston, and we're back in Coles County after FEM won last week against a Mad Tune. And it's also another homecoming showdown as well. FEM will finally get their shot at hosting homecoming as it'll be homecoming next week for the Hearts. But got to deal with the three-in-one Trojans. Uh, tonight and uh, FEM getting back on the winning track and starting off the Apollo 
on the right foot, getting 1-0 in the conference. And Charleston last week, their seven-game win streak dating back to uh, last season was uh, snapped as they fell to uh, Muhammad Seymour. And that game wasn't close for a long time, so Charleston got those points uh, late. So they come in at 3-1 and one on the uh, year. And, you know, I was just thinking I've, the last few days I've called this our, our rivalry game because – there's no love lost between the students mm-hmm. and whatnot, but can it, it's the old adage, can it be considered a rivalry game if only one side wins? And recently, it's been one side of FEM. They've really taken advantage of a Charleston and where their program has been since Coach Halsey has left because the last time that Charleston's beat FEM, I looked it up, 2012. Mm-hmm. was the last time they, they beat the Arts. But this is a different Charleston It is a different team. one, absolutely. And it goes back to Travis, the interview we did at the beginning of the season with Coach Halsey. Yeah. Where he said on the interview, the Coles County Clash is not the one we're getting geared up for. And he didn't say who it was. Sure. I think it's Effingham. Not only the fact that it's I, I homecoming. So. It's homecoming. You're already going to have a lot of emotion for a homecoming night. Mm-hmm. But these two teams – back when you were in school oh yeah did not like each other there were no christmas cards being sent (laughs) no not at all i think i think this is gonna be a dog fight sure this is this is effingham coming in and as you mentioned can it be considered a rivalry when the other team hasn't win charleston knows that Mm -hmm. they're tired of it they're tired of being looked at as the weakest team of kind of the Charleston, Mattoon, Effingham area. Yeah. They're tired of getting bullied for so many years where they were going 0-9 or 1-8 and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Yeah. This is going to be a rock fight. This is going to remind me of a Big Ten game mm-hmm. on a Friday night where it, you know, it's just going to be a flat-out, hard-nosed football and I think the refs are going to be busy tonight. Mm, going to be busy. Well, FEM, that's kind of been one of their uh, bugaboos as the uh, penalties. And uh, last week they shore up them some a little bit and talked with Coach Hefner earlier in the uh, week and leading up to the uh, game against Mattoon about trying to get back to the way things uh, are, have been set there, the standard that's been set for the Hearts. It was a step in the right direction. Uh, last week, obviously, still some things to uh, clean up, particularly there in that second quarter. So I'm looking out, can the uh, defense not let up 21 points and let uh, Mattoon get back in it? They're late in in the half, so uh, I'm looking uh, for uh, that. Uh, Charleston's made a, a change this season. We, we saw last year a lot of the same players, a lot of the same names will be playing tonight for Charleston, and uh, the quarterback was uh, the receiver last year. It was uh, Bonstetter. He's going to be uh, the uh, quarterback. He's been the quarterback this year, and uh, Spore, he was the quarterback last season, but he was switched to just tailback now this year and he's been one of their uh, leaders on the uh, ground as well and a lot of things i noticed with uh, teams that at least the last couple of weeks that fem's played is they have a lot of players that play both ways so maybe fem can try to use that to their advantage once again but uh, we'll see and fem got back on the right track back to 500 so uh, both these teams still have to obviously charleston got muhammad out of the way a lot of mount zion coming down the pipe and mm-hmm. also finish up with salem as well but uh, FEM uh, for them. Uh, they got Taylorville, Muhammad, and Mount Zion all in the next three weeks. So yeah. big, big down the stretch here for the Hearts. I, and I it starts tonight. I think this game is more important, like you said, for Effingham. Yeah. This this is a winnable game before you get into Taylorville. We'll, we'll be we'll find out more tonight of what Taylorville is 
looking like. Mm-hmm. But then you got Muhammad and you got Mountain Zion ahead for Effingham. Um, that's a, a tough three games coming up for the Hearts, and you really don't want to go into that at two and three, needing, having to win two of those. Right. You know, because entering the season, I, as though as it's gone along, I still think it's this way that tonight, 50 50 game, and so is Taylorville, 50 mm-hmm. 50 game next week. So. Uh, you got to come out on the right side if you're FEM yep. in that aspect uh, there. So that game will be over on a Jack FM 100.5, 105.5 at Jack FM. And, of course, you can hear both of them. Also streamed online, FEMradio.com if you're not close to a radio dial there. So that's a look at our Cumberland and FEM matchups. But coming up, we'll be taking a look at the rest of the matchups in the area conferences on the way here on the Star Lineup. From the 98.9 The Game Studios, the starting lineup. We'll be right back. You shouldn't let financial concerns spoil your retirement, and you shouldn't have to worry about what you'll leave for your family after you're gone. If you set up a tax-free inheritance for your loved ones with single premium whole life insurance, you can drop your worries and enjoy your retirement. Contact your local Pekin Insurance agent to request a single premium whole life quote. And in Effingham, call Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. Imagine the possibilities with the Topless State Bank. This is Justin Naders. If you're buying a home, please get pre-qualified. When you're pre-qualified, the seller knows you mean business and that can save you thousands. If you're building a new home, we'll help you get started with a construction loan customized just for you. Ask around. Talk to your friends. You'll see why so many homes start with a little help from Teutopolis State Bank. In Teutopolis, Sigel, and Effingham. Equal housing lender and member FDIC. Cromwell Media Group Effingham, Illinois Market is looking for a board operator to join our team. In this role, you will operate the soundboard during basketball and football games. No experience is necessary as we will provide you on-the-job training. You must be 18 or older to apply. If you're interested in a flexible position that will teach you new skills, this job opportunity is for you. Email your resume to Eric Fry, Operations Manager, at eric.fry at cromwellmedia.com or drop it off at 405 South Banker Street, Suite 201 in him. Equal opportunity, affirmative action employer. Hey, son, how are you feeling? Uh, I'm fine, Pops. What's on your mind? I just, I can't explain it. Eyes waiting, started to wonder. Metamorphosis, loss of who you thought you was. When your kid can't find the language, help them find the lyrics. Listen to the Sound It Out album and get tips and tools to start a conversation at sounditouttogether.org. Brought to you by Ad Council and Pivotal Ventures. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack. Sure, you can post your job to some job board, but then all you can do is hope the right person comes along, which is why you should try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com free. ZipRecruiter doesn't depend on candidates finding you. Its powerful technology identifies people with the right experience and actively invites them to apply to your job. You get qualified candidates fast. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you what you're looking for. The needle in the haystack. Four out of five employers who post a job in ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site within the first day. ZipRecruiter. The smartest way to hire. And right now, you can try ZipRecruiter for free. 
That's right, free. Just go to this exclusive web address, ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. ZipRecruiter.com slash free. And now, so can it's a little overrated. Just two cents. Peyton Manning is overrated. A little bit, yeah. You're thinking of his like last year. No. Don't think of him as his last year. No, like his whole career. The starting lineup. He is properly rated. No, a little overrated. How dare you? On 98.9 The Game. Peyton Manning can think Edron James, Jeff Saturday, Marvin Harrison, Reggie Wayne, Dallas Clark. All right, then Joe Montana is overrated. Thank oh, you can thank yeah. Jerry Rice for everything. I- In uh, to the uh, starting lineup here on uh, 98.9 The Game, ESPN Radio. We just hit up on our uh, Cumberland and Effingham matchups uh, tonight. So uh, let's take a look at the other matchups from around the area tonight as we'll stay there in the Apollo. We'll go alphabetical order as we just talked about uh, Muhammad Seymour and uh, Taylorville. They're matching up tonight as both teams enter at a 3-1. and one. Mm-hmm. Taylorville suffered their first loss last week against uh, Mount Zion. Actually kept it fairly close, 28-6 there. And Muhammad currently riding a three-game win streak after losing a tough opener uh, there. And that's going to be in Muhammad. And next week, though, that's the juicy matchup, though, if Ma- if Muhammad can uh, win this one because they got Mount Zion next week. And if Mount Zion takes care of business uh, this week against Matt Toon, that should shut up a 5-0, and 4-1 matchup. Uh, but Mount Zion's got Matt Toon tonight for the second Apollo games. I was going to say, Travis, don't discount Taylorville. Don't, don't you know, look past them. I'm not. They're they're playing some good football right now. And they like are? you said, they kept it close last week against Mount Zion. Do I expect Taylorville to win tonight? Probably not. Do I expect them to keep it a competitive game? Yeah. Yeah, I'd definitely be watching out for the scores and interested to see what that's This is not the Taylorville team like. from last year. Oh, no. Or the past yeah. couple of years. They've yeah, that's for sure. Around, and congratulations to everyone at that program. Absolutely. Yeah, they have uh, turned it around and they'll look to – Keep it going tonight against Muhammad. And Muhammad's got three straight home games mm-hmm. here. They are hosting next week's Mount Zion matchup, and they'll be hosting FEM as well. So home cooking there yep. for Muhammad, the way the schedule shook out this year for the Apollo. Um, in Lincoln Prairie Conference action, uh, we got uh, other matchups. We got Villa Grove traveling to Arcola to take on the uh, Purple Riders. Purple Riders, a 2A and a 2. They got a uh, tough couple matchups later on in the season. Next week, they're at Cumberland, and they'll be hosting Arthur later on. So pivotal for the Purple Riders. Mm-hmm. Also important for Villa Grove, of course, being 1-3 and three on the uh, season. Already facing the heavy hitters. Yeah. of the conference already so you mentioned it travis this is a must win game for both these teams yep and it unfortunately really they both can't win this game mm-hmm. um you know arcola 
a loss tonight gets you at three, and you still have to face Arthur, and you still have to face Cumberland. That mm-hmm. is a tough task. And if you're Villa Grove, a loss tonight gets you at four losses, and you still have to play, well, luckily, no one really threatening. So there's mm-hmm. a way if you win out, but I don't think you want to put yourself in that situation. All right, yeah, Coach Wilson's been in that situation already a few times yep. in his tenure. Uh, there, knowing what it was like sitting there waiting on selection Saturday yep. uh, for that aspect. Well, and the pressure leading up to it, because, again, you have to be perfect those Must final wins, four weeks. Yeah. You can't have a mistake, a mess up. I mean, you look at Argenta and the win they got over Arcola. Two-point conversion. If that happens later on in the season when you are you have to win these games, mm-hmm. it's over. Right. You, you want to avoid that if at all possible. Then you throw in, like you said, sitting at five and four, wondering if you have the points, wondering if you're going to make it. Right, yeah. Currently 19 points and 18 points for Arcola, yep. 19 points for Villa Grove. Yep. Speaking of Argenta, they're one in three other hosting a Sagamon Valley tonight as uh, the Bombers see if they can win their second game of the season. The Sagamon Valley, two and two as they got Sullivan next week, and they got a tough stretch coming up. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of uh, Sullivan, uh, they're going four more wins than they've had in the past, oh, six or seven years there uh, because they had uh, four wins last year. They could get to 5-0 and oh tonight. They're traveling to uh, Cerro Gordo, and Cerro Gordo is 1-3 and three on the season. Their only win coming in week two, a 16-0 shutout against Tri-County. Um, and uh, speaking of the Titans, they're 0-4, and they're traveling into a Nokomis tonight. And Nokomis, they've been kind of up and down as they're 2-2, two and two, and they got Arthur next week. And a Tri-County looking to get on the board. And uh, Tri-County's facing Argenta next week. And the Little Line, uh, two teams here that are looking for their first win it's going to happen tonight. Somebody's going to get it as it's only going into a Newton. Both teams come in at 0 and 4. So tough seasons for both yeah. these schools. And one team will be eliminated yep. officially tonight. from playoff contention. I mean, they're already eliminated according to me. but In Eric's book, yes. Officially tonight, yes. <laughs> Only's got Mount Carmel up next week. Yeah. And Newton's got Paris. Both these teams are ready for this season to be over. Yeah, it's not been a very fun season uh, for the, either one of these two teams. Nope. Uh, speaking of Paris and Mount Carmel, they're matching up tonight in uh, Mount Carmel. Uh, Mount Carmel's dropped the first game of the season into that Indiana school, but then they've watched uh, won three straight since, including that double overtime game against FEM, and uh, they have just uh, not slowed down since putting up 45 and 49 points against Robinson and Newton the last couple weeks. They'll try to keep it going against Paris uh, tonight. And Paris, 2-2. Two and two. They need to uh, win these games, even though the only tough game you'd say really left on the Paris schedule is Casey to mm-hmm. close out the season because mm-hmm. uh, they got uh, Newton, Olney, and Robinson right. after this. So right. I think they can lose tonight and still get in. Right. Um, but, again, you want to try and avoid that because they have an Indiana win. So who knows how that is going to factor in. Yeah, that's true. And uh, Robinson, uh, they are 0-4, and they're at Marshall uh, tonight. And, of course, Marshall finally snapped that uh, 29-game losing streak. And last week, by beating Olney, they'll try to make it two in a row 
uh, tonight against Robinson. And, and Travis, we, you and me, don't root for teams. No. But I'm rooting for Marshall in this because their next three opponents are Casey, Lawrenceville, and Mount Carmel. Yeah. Give them another week of goodness <laughs> before before we just drop them off to the wolves. Right. right? Yeah, exactly. Riding high. Been a long time <laughs> entering a week after a win. Yeah, don't don't make it end, and then have to face that schedule. Yes, for sure. Yeah. and this is the heavyweight matchup at tonight, in, or not even tonight, not even in tonight, the yeah. LIC as a four and Casey at four and Lawrenceville, and this one is at two o'clock tomorrow afternoon. Yep, as Casey six points. That's it that they've let up. All season long as the Warriors 4-0, both these teams off to their best starts since 2014 when they matched up there when uh, Casey knocked off Lawrenceville in that season. And uh, Lawrenceville, most points they put up was week one against Oblong 68. Uh-huh. And you know, they've been pretty good offensively. But, but here's the problem, Travis. You look at the teams Casey beat. Red Hill 2-2, two and two, Oblong 0-4, Newton 0-4, Robinson 0-4. Mm-hmm. They've beaten one team that's 500 or above. Yeah. And that's Red Hill that they beat 26 to nothing. Good win. Lawrenceville, same thing. The teams they beat, they beat Oblong. They beat Red Hill. They beat Olney. And they did beat Paris. The Paris win is impressive for mm-hmm. Lawrenceville last week. They beat Paris by seven. Um, so, to me, I think Casey has more to prove in this game than Lawrenceville does. Mm-hmm. Casey's the one that has to prove because they haven't beaten anybody. Yeah, I, I I think Casey has more to prove in this game than than Lawrenceville does. So I'm that's going to be a good one. Yeah, definitely. It should be a tomorrow afternoon and Saturday afternoon. So, you know, it'll be a playoff type of atmosphere mm-hmm. there, especially with both teams undefeated as well. Yep. Uh, Central Illinois conference uh, tonight. You got homecoming there for Tuscola as it's a must win for them. They are one and three on the season. I know their uh, schedule. I uh, got 50, 50 games coming up with Clinton Warrensburg and we've already documented their week nine game is against Oblong, but uh, one of three. Uh, if they want any shot at the playoffs, it would go a long way yep. tonight with the win. And uh, Central A&M now, after winning two in a row, now they dropped the game, a uh, back-and-forth game against Clinton uh, last week. They got Shelbyville still left on the schedule and uh, Line West yep. as well still left. So important game for the Raiders uh, tonight and trying to spoil homecoming. Uh, there against Tuscola yeah, both, as well. Both these teams, Travis, again, trying to cling to playoff hope, uh, both these teams. But, again, you, you you look at, you know, you mentioned Central A&M. Let's say they, they win tonight and kind of almost eliminate Tuscola or put them on the brink. I mean, that doesn't guarantee Central A&M is going to make the playoffs. Right. Because they still have Shelbyville. They still have Illini West. And you never know. I mean, going into last week, who would have thought Clinton was going to beat Central A&M? Mm. Nobody. So who's to say Warrensburg Latham can't upset them or Macon can't upset them? Right. Yeah, that's that's fair. Uh, speaking of Warrensburg Latham, the Cardinals they'll be hosting uh, Shelbyville, who Shelbyville again back-to-back seasons that they've started off well here and they're four and zero entering the game. They just beat Tuscola last week and Warrensburg. Uh, beat Macon Meridian last week to get to two A and a two, and you know uh, Warrensburg they still got A and M after this game, Tuscola, uh, Clinton as well. They're on their schedule. Uh, Clinton they're two and two after last week's win. They are hosting one and three Macon Meridian 
there. And in the uh, South Central Conference uh, tonight, you got one and three in North Mac making the uh, trek to uh, Vandalia to take on the three and one Vandals. Vandals have lost week one against Pena, but then they've rattled off three straight, including forcing all those turnovers last week against Piasol. And Vandalia's matched mm-hmm. up with Greenville next week. That should be a juicy matchup. And uh, North Mac looking on that gauntlet that they had. They lost the pain of last week. They dropped two in a row, one and three. They need to start piling up some wins as well because they got Carlinville, Piasol, uh, Greenville still left on the schedule mm-hmm. as well for the Panthers. And speaking of another form of Panthers, the Pena Panthers, they're 4 and 0. They're used to being 4 and 0 as uh, they're hosting the 4 and 0 Comets of Greenville as well. And it's a prove a game for Greenville on yep. uh, if they can win or how close they can they keep it. Yep, yep, I agree. Uh, Greenville's got Vandalia next week. Pena, they got Hillsboro uh, next week. The schedule for them kind of lightens up. A little bit after this for Pena to possibly run the table. Uh, Piasol, the Birds, uh, they are a 2-2 two two right now. They've won the first two games, and now they've lost the next two as uh, they'll be uh, traveling to uh, Carlinville uh, tonight. And uh, both these teams have both fallen to uh, Vandalia and Pena as well. So they're both kind of even in, in that aspect. Um, there. It's uh, Gillespie 0-4, searching for win number one for them, and they're at Staunton this evening, and we'll see if Gillespie can get it. And Litchfield, 1-3, they're hosting 2-2 Hillsboro this evening, as Hillsboro put up the points last week against Gillespie, 62 of them. I'll try to repeat that performance against Litchfield tonight. Before we move on, Travis, completely from Mm -hmm. high school football, two teams I wanted to point out real quick. Mm-hmm. Um, that may be important come, well, one won't be important, but one that will be important come playoff time, and we'll probably include them in our playoff talk next week, is Red Hill. Red Hill currently 2-2, two and two, Travis. They take on 4-0 and oh Leroy tonight. That's probably a loss. Next week, they take on Bloomfield, Eastern Green, Indiana, who are 3-2. and two. That's kind of a, one of those 50-50 games. But their final three opponents, Travis, are a combined 2-10 and 10 right now. Mm-hmm. So they can get to five wins. And you factor in the fact that they have Leroy, they have Lawrenceville, and Casey that they've already played. They'll have the points. Yeah, it's true. So Red Hill is a team I'm going to watch as far as seeding, as far as positioning in 1A. The other team, Travis, I'm watching tonight, Decatur St. Teresa. A loss tonight. They take on Lena Winslow. They'll officially be eliminated from the postseason. They're sitting at 0-4. They take on 4-0 Lena Winslow tonight. So, how the mighty have fallen. Yes, Lena Winslow, one of the top teams in their respected class. And if somehow they do beat Lena Winslow, somehow, they still, to end the season, have Breeze Modern Day, who's 3-1, and Highland, who's 3-1. So, uh, Kier St. Teresa is not making the playoffs. Uh, Yeah, that prediction looks to be spot on Uh (laughs) there. We'll see how tonight goes, Travis. I may become more bold next week. <laughs> Maybe stepping out. Yeah, that uh, Highland game at the end of the season, it's quite the jump in uh-huh. the classes mm-hmm. uh, there, especially after the last few years. But yep. uh, So we'll be looking out for that. So uh, coming up next, let's take a look at uh, some local sports that uh, doesn't involve uh, the uh, gridiron. Up next here on the Star Lineup. We'll be right back to the starting lineup on 98.9 The Game. 
we need to figure out what we're going to talk about the next segment. Farmers, we thank you. And to show our appreciation, we want to give back. With Meal in the Field, join WCRC 95.7 and Culver's as we bring the Meal in the Field every Tuesday. Go to effinghamradio.com and submit your favorite farmer you wish to see fed in the field. Winners will be chosen and we'll contact the weekly winner to make arrangements to meet them in their field on Tuesday. Brought to you by Barlow Lock and Security. Home Farmers Mutual, Powell's Electric, DHB Transmission, Culver's, South Central FS, Boots and Souls, Cash Equipment, McMahon Meats, Feature City Food Liner, Bluff Equipment, and Bex Hybrids. Go to effinghamradio.com and submit your favorite farmer you wish to see fed in the field. Winners will be chosen and we'll contact the weekly winner to make arrangements to meet them in the field on Tuesday. This is Effingham Fire Chief Brent Yoakum. We have all heard about home fires taking lives and destroying all out of family homes. These tragedies remind us to double check for fire safety. The Effingham Fire Department says, make sure your home has properly installed and working smoke alarms. Replace the batteries each time you change the hour on your clocks. Practice a fire escape plan. Teach children never to hide if there's a fire. In case of fires, the most important thing to do is to protect life. Get out and stay out. JR Collision, five stores strong. From St. Louis, Effingham, Shelbyville, Greenville, and Teotopolis, we want to say thank you for letting us be a part of your communities. We would like to invite everyone to stop by our shops so we can show you around. Let us answer any questions you have about any of the repair procedures, scans, or calibrations that may be required to get your vehicle back to the safe vehicle you purchased. Whether you are a customer already or just curious, please stop by any of our JR locations. JR Collision Centers, 877 525 5722. Bundling and saving with Geico is an easy choice, so you're free to ponder life's big questions, like what's the best animal in the world if not humans? I'd strongly consider ducks to be somewhere up there on the list. Think about it. Ducks can swim, ducks can fly, and ducks can walk on land. They have access to all terrains. They are the ultimate animal. And they wiggle their butts when they walk, which is funny. Yeah, ducks are awesome. End of story. <laughs> Bundling and saving with Geico. It's an easy choice. Get in zone, AutoZone. Welcome to AutoZone. What are you working on today? My check engine light's on. Mm, that could hurt your gas mileage. The AutoZone free fix finder service can help find the fix for free. Get in zone. This whole report for free? That's right. Printed and on your phone for free. Get in zone. But what if the fix is too tough? We'll recommend a local shop. Fix finder only at AutoZone. Get in zone, AutoZone. Restrictions apply. And now, they play tonight. Tonight against Michigan. If you're listening Wednesday. The starting lineup. It's not going to happen. I mean, uh, Michigan's overrated, but. Travis mm-hmm. going to be so let down tonight. I'll report about it on Saturday. On 98.9 The Game. Eric Fry Sports Center update. St. Louis City SC is looking to snap a four-match winless streak with a contest against the Minnesota United at Alliance Field tomorrow. St. Louis hasn't won since August 30th. The club is coming off a scoreless draw against LAFC on Wednesday. Tomorrow's match kicks off at 7.30. The Mizzou Tigers aim to stay undefeated when they take on Memphis at the Dome at America's Center tomorrow night. The Tigers upset previously ranked number 15 Kansas State 32-27 last week, and tomorrow's game starts at 6.30 p.m. Other college football action 
This weekend, Missouri State hosts Utah Tech. Lindenwood will visit Illinois State. Southeast Missouri State is at Eastern Kentucky. Eastern Illinois welcomes McNeese State. And Western Illinois travels to Southern Utah. St. Louis Blues begin a split squad doubleheader to open preseason tomorrow. Blues take on the Coyotes at Enterprise Center at 2 p.m. And they'll also play Arizona in Wichita at 7 p.m. Blues are looking to get back to the postseason after missing out last year. Chicago Fire FC look to snap a six-match winless streak when they host New England at Soldier Field tomorrow night. Chicago's coming off a 3-0 loss against Columbus on Wednesday, and the Fire haven't scored a goal in over a month. Tomorrow's match kicks off at 7.30 p.m. The Chicago Blackhawks opened up training camp without one of their top executives yesterday. The assistant general manager Jeff Greenberg was hired to become the next general manager of the Detroit Tigers yesterday. Welcome back in to the uh, starting lineup. Travis Sparks here, Eric Fry over there with the uh, Sports and our Reads that today. That makes no sense to me. No? Assistant GM of hockey. Hey, come here and be the GM of our baseball team. Yeah. How, how, how does that work? It's kind of weird. <laughs> uh, let's take a look at some local sports from yesterday. As in high school baseball, Stopolis getting the win over Altamont, a 10 to a 3. Gaddis goes a complete seven innings here, giving up five hits, three runs. Only one of them was earned, though. Five walks and five strikeouts. As both teams put up runs in the first, Stopolis picked up another one in the second, three more in the third. And they are really added on to the lead five there in the seventh inning there for the shoes. As offensively, they had a trio of players get RBIs, two RBIs that is. Gaddis picked up two, M. Nibri picked up two as well as Thompson picked up two as well. Holscher and Warman also added RBIs and Custer as well. As uh, it was for the Indians, let's see, it was uh, Elam taking the loss on the mound. He went three innings, giving up seven hits, five runs, four of them were in, one walk and two strikeouts there. It was North Clay picking up the shutout over Wayne City, 14-2-0. And it was Dietrich picking up the win over Odin, 15-4. As it was, let's see, um, Dietrich picking up five in the bottom of the first, two in the second, and then seven more in the bottom of the third inning as this was only a five-inning affair. Uh, Odin did pick up three in the top of the fifth to uh, add on to their run total. Uh, Hall, he went all five innings, giving up five hits, four runs. Only one of them was earned, six walks and six strikeouts there. We had a trio of uh, Maroons pick up three RBIs. Funneman had three. Wessendorf and Ashley all had three RBIs as well. Meinhardt and Baxter added RBIs as well for the Maroons as they picked up the dub. And we had a little uh, schedule postponements. We had the EIC tournament supposed to take place at Greenville, but due to the rain, it was washed out. And that Mulberry Grove Ramsey game for the third place uh, is supposed to take place uh, today at 415, and that has been switched to Mulberry Grove. And the uh, number one seed CHBC against the two seed of Brownstown has been postponed until tomorrow at Greenville, bright and early at 10 a.m. in the morning. It's not bright and early for some of you, but 
bright and early for me on Saturday. In a volleyball, it was a Nioga taking down a St. Elmo in a three sets. North Clay, Clay City defeated a South Central 25-20, 25-10 in two sets. And I saw that was a, a pink out game there for South Central. It was a CHBC winning in three sets against Mulberry Grove. As Mulberry Grove won the first set, but then CHBC getting the final two there. Arcola, they defeated Villa Grove. Unity Christian over a Sullivan. Heritage uh, won against Blue Ridge. Little line-eye action. Alney, uh, they defeated Edwards County in three sets. Newton over Lawrenceville in a sweep. Mount Carmel sweeps Casey. Robinson over Marshall in two sets. And Paris over Oblong in a three-setter. Warrensburger over Tuscola in two sets. Decatur St. Teresa wins against Shelbyville in three sets. Clinton over Macon Meridian in three sets as well. Staunton over Vandalia in two sets. Hillsborough with a sweep of North Mac. Carlinville over Greenville. And Gillespie taking out Piasol in two sets as well. We had a three-team match. Between St. Anthony, FEM, and Casey, and it was St. Anthony victorious in a boys' golf with a 1-37. FEM just two strokes behind there with a 139, and Casey with a 161 there. Uh, FEM was supposed to have a match in Mattoon in girls' golf. That was canceled due to the rain, and also uh, the uh, matchup in Charleston as well was a canceled as well. In uh, soccer, it was a Newton over St. Anthony, 8-0. Altamont over Robinson, 3-1. Totopolis winning over Centralia, 6-5. And Mattoon defeats Charleston in the Coles County Clash on the soccer field, 2-1. Uh, St. Anthony and Palhut was supposed to be at Newton for cross-country meet, but that was canceled due to the weather. In uh, tennis, FEM was supposed to be at Olney. That was canceled, but St. Anthony did get in their match against Mount Zion, and St. Anthony finished with a sweep they're 9-0. Local sports uh, for today, we got in a baseball action. We got uh, Windsor's Two Straws at North Clay, Neoga at South Central, and we also have Totopolis going up against St. Anthony at uh, EIC Tournament. Third place game at Mulberry Grove at 415, like I mentioned. Uh, softball was supposed to happen in junior high up in uh, normal, but it's raining up there, mm -hmm. so the uh, morning sessions have been uh, delayed and haven't uh, heard an update uh, for that. Everything's been canceled for today. Canceled for today. Moved gotcha. to tomorrow. So in 1A tomorrow, Kim Mundy, South Central, will play at 1230 up there in Normal. Uh, Jasper County will play at 1 o'clock tomorrow. And uh, Charleston in 3A will play at 1130 tomorrow. So all the games taking place tomorrow. That's first round semifinal. And then third and championship games will take place on the 25th, which is Monday. Mm, gotcha. So had to reshuffle the deck there in junior high softball to that pesky yep. uh, weather. Uh, volleyball, we do have Windsor, Sue Straws, Sullivan there in Champaign for the Central Invite. Uh, Arcola's at Villa Grove, Unity Christian and Arthur in boys golf today. It's Topolis, FEM, Mattoon, Mount Zion, Arcola, Olney, Paris, all at the Charleston Tournament. Uh, St. Anthony's at the Centralia Invitational. Oblong is at Newton and uh, in girls golf. Topless, FEM, Charleston, Mattoon, all at Champagne Centennial. Therefore, that big invitational uh, soccer. Mohamed Seymour hosting in Glenbar to North. Uh, in a tennis, it's Lincoln at Shelbyville. And in cross country, FEM is at the Charleston Invitational. 
there. And uh, tomorrow in baseball, you got South Central at Neoga. It's Topolos hosting uh, Granville, Putnam County. Uh, the uh, championship game of the AIC tournament in Greenville at 10 a.m. with CHBC and Brownstown. All that uh, softball stuff there in Peoria as well that we just mentioned. In a baseball, we in junior high, we also got some sectional championship tomorrow at 11 a.m. It's Paris Crestwood against St. Anthony in the 1A St. Anthony sectional championship. And we got in the 2A Topless sectional championship, it's Newton Jasper County against the Topless at 11 a.m. And we also we got for the Pena sectional championship, it's Charleston against Taylorville at 11 a.m. as well. In a volleyball, we got St. Elmo there at the Weber tournament. Uh, FEM's hosting a Tatopolis. Uh, Casey Lawrenceville there at the uh, Powell Hut uh, tournament. And uh, cross country, got a big meet there in uh, St. Joe. St. Anthony, Tatopolis, CHBC, Neoga, Cumberland, Arthur, Tuscola, Shelbyville, Carlinville, all at the Spartan Classic there. Dietrich and North Clay there at the Lawrenceville Invitational. Muhammad there at East Peoria. Invitational in uh, uh, tennis. Same thing. It's topless. There be at the Champagne Centennial Charger Doubles Invitational and at the uh, Centralia Any Invitational. It's only Vandalia Hillsboro there. And I'll post the entire schedule up on the website a little bit later on uh, tonight for the schedule for tomorrow. And of course, stay tuned to the website as well for all the football scores as well. Have a scoreboard up there throughout the day as well or throughout the night as well all right so uh, we're up against the clock and we're running out of time but we got just enough time to talk about some illinois uh, football and we'll set the table for the sports spectacular powered by the illini guys coming up after us but first we'll be talking some illinois versus fau to close out the show the starting lineup from 98.9 the game studios we'll be right back This is Lucas Kroening with a message from the FNM Fire Department. As a firefighter, I've witnessed the devastating consequences of vehicle accidents. Let's stay focused. Distracted driving kills. Keep your eyes on the road and off your phone. Buckle up. Seatbelts save lives. It's a simple action that can prevent serious injuries. Also, let's protect our little ones. Use proper car seats for children to ensure their safety. And always check the back seat. Don't forget about loved ones or pets before leaving the car. Let's prioritize car safety. Together, we can save lives. The Equal Rights Amendment, which reads in part, Equality of rights under the law shall not be denied or abridged by the United States or by any state on account of sex, was proposed by the 92nd Congress on March 22, 1972, but was not ratified because not enough states approved it. The main reason that states did not approve it was that the process was already in practice. This announcement was provided by the Cumberland Chapter, National Society Daughters of the American Revolution. At the Home Depot, Saturdays are about two things. The one-of-a-kind wood-fired flavor of a Traeger Ironwood XL grill. And football. That's right, Desmond Howard. Get fired up for the game and just a tap with Traeger's intuitive touchscreen. Then throw on your favorites and monitor the grill from anywhere with Wi-Fi technology. So you spend less time staring at the grill. Which means more time for football. For football. Upgrade your Saturday with Traeger and the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Discover credit cards automatically double all the cash back you earn at the end of your first year, which means... Wait, 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 hold up. Question for the audio engineer. Go ahead. Did I read that right? Discover automatically doubles all your cash back? Yeah, that's what the script says. 
So if I get a Discover card right now, I can earn twice the cash back. Apparently. Wait! Unlimited first-year cash back match. Only from Discover. See terms and learn more at discover.com slash match. And now... But I think that it would be just funny if Ohio State, after Dabo ranked them number 11, they come in and whoop some Clemson Tiger butt, and the last image of Trevor Lawrence is him crying his eyes out, losing in a semifinals, knowing that he's going to Jacksonville and to NFL purgatory. The starting lineup. So what we found out on this episode of the podcast, by the way, is that Travis is very vengeful and hurtful to others. On 98.9 The Game. Back in to the uh, starting lineup here on 98.9. We're only here on 98.9 for just a smidge bit longer. But coming up, we still got more stuff in the uh, pod. College football, NFL, entertainment, and our pick'em games with high school pick'em and a NASCAR pick'em coming up as well. Let's uh, close it out uh, talking about some uh, college football. And it's a game that you can hear right here on 98.9 tomorrow afternoon. It's 2.30 will be the kickoff there in Champaign as the Fighting Illini are 1-2 and two on the season after a disappointing start to the year and a tough first three games. They are going to be hosting 1-2 and two FAU. The Owls are coming to Champaign for the first time in their school history that they'll be coming and making the trip here to Memorial Stadium. And the Illini... Right now, 15 and a half point favorites against the Owls. Yeah, and Travis, we'll see them in football, and we'll see them later on in basketball as well. We will. Yeah, we'll get very familiar. Uh, they're f- a neutral site, though. I believe that's in yes, MSG. New York, yes. Yeah. Or the coach's class. Yeah. So uh, one of the reasons why that line is, is so uh, large is because the Owls last week, they got blown out against Clemson, but they lost their starting quarterback, Casey Thompson, they lost him for this rest of the year. He tore his ACL in that matchup. So FAU will uh, look to a three-year starter that's been a three-year starter at Central Michigan the last several years named Daniel Richardson is who they'll turn to. And uh, he'll be taking over and he'll already be uh, kind of familiar with an offensive coordinator that he was with there in a 2020 at Central Michigan, Charlie Fry. Mm. Any relation? No. No. no relation. No, no relation. I mean, it's spelled F R Y E. I know it is. So no, no relation. No relation, huh? Mm. Former, I think Heisman runner-up Charlie Fry. Hmm. Uh, they do have one of the best receivers in their uh, conference and one of the best in the FBS with 30 receptions. That's Lajanta uh, Webster. And hopefully the uh, line I can do a better job covering him than I can say his first name right there. He doesn't do a lot of damage uh, deep. What he'll do is they'll uh, dink and dunk you and with some uh, screens. And that's where he majority does his damage. So we'll see what happens there. Uh, offensively, FAU only averaging 24 points in a couple outings against FBS competition this year. They rank 119th nationally in the run game. And they only have 100 yards per game in that contest. Um, 
And one of the reasons for that is because uh, one of their injuries uh, is uh, Larry McCammon, who missed the Clemson game last week, and his status for the game of this week is kind of up in the air uh, for them. So they're kind of coming in uh, banged up. And Eric told me earlier this week that to find something a positive, something out of that Penn State game. Yeah. Uh, well, they lost the turnover battle 5-0, to zero, but it was still only a 17-point loss against Penn State. And four of those turnovers occurred in the Fighting Illini territory, and they only allowed three touchdowns in that they forced Penn State to four field goal attempts. So that is one positive uh, there, that they did get points on the drives, but they didn't get six points. They held them to some field goal attempts. Gotcha. In the red zone. I mean, I guess that is a positive. So there, there's one. There's that. Illinois, of course, needs to take care of the uh, football. Luke Altmaier needs to uh, protect the uh, ball, and uh, they should uh, win this, especially with a backup quarterback. I don't care if he is a three-year starter at Central Michigan. 15.5-point favorites. Illinois needs to cover this. They need to. Will they? Well, you have to find out and pick them. Yes. To see that. And, of course, the Illini guys coming up on the Sports Spectacular will be a diving deeper into this game as well. We do have a Big Ten game tonight. It's Wisconsin and Purdue on Friday night. Yeah. That's a barn burner. FS1. <laughs> Purdue coming off a loss that they had last week. Uh, Wisconsin's only 2-1 and one on the season. That's in West Lafayette there mm-hmm. and other college football games this week a great slate of action at 11 a.m florida state number four traveling to clemson number 16 oklahoma at cincinnati same time as the illini game uh 2 it's number 19 colorado against number 10 oregon prove it game before coach prime keep it close in this one because the ducks are 21 point favorites there in eugene so We'll see what happens there. See if the Cinderella story can come to an end. And see if maybe that game is on some entertainment coming Ooh, up in the pod. Very well. So stick around. Uh, UCLA-Utah, the Bruins 22-11 in the country is Utah. Number 15, Old Miss against 13, Alabama. Uh, some other intriguing games. It's number 14, Oregon State against number 21, Washington State. You got number three, a Bay- uh, Texas on the road against Baylor. Of course, that big matchup in South Bend. Number six, Ohio State against number nine, Notre Dame. Six on CBS, number 24, Iowa, against number 7, Penn State as well. Kind of closes out the slate of action for you on college football. An awesome weekend uh, for you. We said last weekend it was a light schedule Yeah, they've made up for, for great games. Game. Absolutely made up for it. We'll be watching, and we'll be back on Monday to recap it all. And we'll be picking that Atlanta game. We'll also be talking about the NFL coming up in the uh, podcast. But right now, we turn things over to uh, the uh, Sports Spectacular, powered by the Atlanta guys, coming up next here on 98.9 The Game. So enjoy and enjoy your Friday and enjoy your weekend. We'll talk to you on Monday. Thanks for listening to the starting lineup on 98.9 The Game. <laughs> Welcome 
Welcome back in. Welcome into overtime of the uh, starting lineup. Travis Sparks, Eric Fry still hanging with you. Coming up, we still got more football to uh, talk about. We got the NFL of week number three to talk about. We got entertainment that we're having this weekend, and we got our pick'em games coming up as well. Of high school pick'em and NASCAR pick'em coming up as well. But first, before we get to any of that, is there anything on SportsCenter that you wanted to hit on? Yeah, let's go. Uh, Cowboys are preparing to be without their star cornerback for the remainder of the season as Trevon Diggs yeah. suffered a torn ACL during Thursday's practice and is going to miss the rest of the year. Mm, that was big. Uh, I'm yeah. so bummed yep. about that. I know you are. Uh, Saquon Barkley reveals that he has a high ankle sprain. That's what he's been dealing with. So, there you go. Uh, the Panthers are going to are expected to be without their rookie franchise quarterback this weekend. As Bryce Young is going to miss, his has missed the first two team practices of the week due to an ankle in- injury that he also suffered. So they're probably going to go without him. So Andy Dalton, Travis expected to start. Andy Dalton. Andy Dalton on That's the Panthers. That's right. Let's go. Thank goodness I kept Seattle's yep. defense. Yep. I appreciate that change, <laughs> Carolina. <laughs> Uh, the Cincinnati Bengals are hoping their star quarterback suits up for a pivotal week three matchup against the Rams. Head coach Zach Taylor told the media on Thursday that Joe Burrow remains day to day with a calf injury. The star quarterback says he's preparing to play, but the decision isn't up to him. Hmm. The 2023 NHL Global Series kicks off down under when the Coyotes and Kings face one another for a pair of preseason games at Rod Laver Arena in Melbourne, Australia. Arizona is slated to host the first game, who is scheduled for Saturday, followed by Los Angeles hosting the second game on Sunday. The Yotes entered the year seventh in the Central Division with 70 points. Kings finished last year third in the Pacific Division with 104 points. So there you go, Travis. Are you excited about hockey in Australia? No. Everyone's going to Australia nowadays. They are, and like I was just thinking about this the other day. You know, preseason is going to start not too long from now, but I'm not that excited for hockey this year. I don't know why. Because the Blues aren't. Yeah, they didn't have a great season, and this season's not really shaping up to be all that fantastic either, but I don't know. I just can't get up for it. I, I agree with you. Uh, the sale of the Ottawa Senators has officially been closed. Senators have been sold. Sold to the highest bidder. $950 million, which is the highest price ever paid for an NHL team. Mm. So there's that. It's a pretty hefty price tag. A group of Louisville football players came to the rescue after a scary car accident near their stadium on Monday. Louisville Metro Police thanked the team on Thursday after several players helped the driver of an overturned car. At least five Cardinal players were seen flipping the vehicle back onto its wheels before first responders arrived. The driver was treated for minor injuries. Louisville is 3-0, and they take on 1-2 Boston College Saturday afternoon. Hmm. Good job on that. Yeah, good job on them for sure. Uh, U.S. soccer legend Julie Ertz took the field for a final time as captain of the women's national team last night in Cincinnati. The 31-year-old midfielder was honored by the U.S. Soccer Federation before the match, a 3-0 friendly win over South Africa. Ertz played a role in both winning campaigns for the U.S. in 2015 and 2019 World Cups, scoring 20 total international goals. She was twice named U.S. Soccer Female Player of the Year. Ertz says she looks forward to spending more time with her husband, Zach Ertz, the NFL tight end, and their son, Madden, who had his first birthday last month. Madden. What a good name. I know, right? (laughs) And finally, Travis, and I love this. Some Yankee fans are planning to show up to the Yankees game tonight in protest of general manager Brian Cashman. John from Maspeth, 
who, which is what he's known as on social media, has been organizing a fire cashman night since last month, encouraging disgruntled fans to buy tickets in the bleachers and let their voices be heard. John said that Cashman has been living off the success of a team that was built before him, not by him. The Yankees haven't won a World Series since 09, and even though they beat the Blue Jays 5-3 to last night, there's virtually no chance that they're making the playoffs this year. So they're staging a they're, – they're buying the tickets. Exactly. spending the money to exactly. go there and yell at Brian Cashman. Yeah. Yeah. That'll, that'll show them. I mean, it works so well for the A's because they're staying in Oakland because the fans there protesting. A reverse protest. Yeah. Uh, I just saw that and it made me laugh. Yeah, like, that doesn't. That. They never make sense to I me. I love that. Hmm. It's been the, you. They really know stuff about World Series droughts, don't they? They haven't won one since '09. That's right. That's right. <laughs> it's been quite the drought. It's a huge drought, Travis. Just ask every Cub fan yep. about a, a yep. drought of from 2009. Yep. Uh, Yankee it, it, fans. The, he also goes on to say that it's the catch. Yankees owner Hal Steinbrenner's attention. Oh, uh, yeah. Because this this oh, fan no. also says that the Yankees are playing AAA players. Hmm. How dare they play AAA players, Travis? How try? How the dare Yankees. they try How to get better? Get that Aaron Judge guy out there. Yeah, exactly. AAA player. Triple A player. Garrett Cole. Yeah. Come on. What are you doing, Yankees? I mean, you you giving up? I don't know why this fan's so upset, Travis. They're ahead of the Red Sox. Isn't that all the Yankees care about? That is, that is important. That should be important for him. But. I was going to say, Garrett Cole won last night. Yeah. I was going to look at who they had out there last night. DJ LeMayhew, Aaron Judge, Torres. Okay, to be fair, that's all I know. So. Yeah, I mean, I was going to say, there, there are a few players that they're, they're trying out there. They're not household names. But, yeah. um, but they've dealt with injuries, too. They have. Rizzo, I know, went down. Yeah, he was done year, for so. the year after that uh, concussion and yep. whatnot. Yeah, so. Kind of falefa. They still got the, him thrown out there. Yep. Uh, Volpe's a big prospect for them that they've been playing all season. But, I mean, he's only hitting 209. That's mm-hmm. 21 homers, though. A couple other things here I see on ESPN, Travis. Uh, Max Fried is on the IL. So that'll be big for the Braves. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when they get to the – Postseason. Uh, um, all-star former pitcher Sean Doolittle retires. So, mm. Former uh, reliever, Lefty won a World specialist. Series with the uh, Nats. Mm-hmm. He is retiring. Um, the Bengals are adding a third QB among Burrow injury rumors. That's not great. Reed it's Sinnott about time. Is, uh, that's not a good sign that the Bengals are expecting Joe Burrow to play. It's about time. And... Uh, Richardson for the Colts has been ruled out against the Ravens. Yep, Anthony Richardson out. Out. Against Baltimore. And uh, Young officially out, so Andy Dalton to start. Mm-hmm. Officially. Yep. So there you go. That's all I got. Oh, you got all the injury stuff out of the way. All right, so first before we get to uh, the uh, Pick'em games, let's take a look at some uh, of the NFL schedule for uh, this Sunday. But it all kick-started last night. 49ers-Giants is just kind of a, eh, not very much of an exciting game. Uh, Brock Purdy wasn't pretty last night, at least in my opinion. Uh, But he did throw 310 yards and a couple of touchdowns. And they won 30-12 over the G-Men who were without Saquon Barkley. 
Uh, Debo Samuel did go down in the game, but he came back in. So, and I think that was he caught the touchdown later. So he was all right. Pop right back up. So 49ers three and a start for them, and starting off the week strong on Thursday night football. Yep. Last night, uh, the Titans and the Browns are matching up in Cleveland on the noon window. Falcons, Lions, Saints at the Packers, Broncos in Miami against the Dolphins, Chargers at Vikings, Pats against the Jets, Bills against the uh, Commanders, Texans at Jaguars. Colts going to be against the Ravens now without Richardson, and those are all games in the early noon window there for you. Uh, the 305 window, you got the uh, Panthers trying out Andy Dalton against uh, Seattle. Uh, you also got the Cowboys going up against the uh, Cardinals. Obviously, a big blow there to the Dallas defense. Uh, they're without Diggs now for the whole entire season. Uh, big guy to replace there. And then the uh, Bears match up with the Jets at 325. At, Bears match up with the Chiefs at the 325 window there. 12.5 point favorites are the Chiefs after all the turmoil happening this week. I don't think the Bears can win, but can, can they cover? It's the big question. Tall task. I don't think so, but uh, we'll find out officially what my opinion is in the pick'em. Uh, Steelers match up with the uh, Raiders on uh, Sunday Night Football this week. Raiders actually favored by two and a half here, and another doubleheader on Monday, six fifteen. The Eagles going up against the two and zero Bucks. What everyone thought that Tampa would be mm-hmm. at this point, and it's the one and one Rams matching up with the Bengals starting an hour. After that on ESPN. So uh, how about that? I get to watch my Rams this week in the prime time. You do. Against uh, Joe Burrow, possibly. Maybe we can uh, Super Bowl rematch. Maybe that can just be uh, exactly what happened in the Super Bowl. The Rams coming out with a dub. Yes. But we'll see on Monday night. All right, so we've reached the uh, point in the uh, program. Let's go ahead and let's get to pick them. High school pick them for week number five of the season. All righty, let's, let's get go. Into it. All right, so we'll start off uh, with Effingham. Effingham at Charleston. Travis, since you're ahead still, who you got? Uh, I will go. I will go Effingham here. Mm-hmm. I will go Effingham. Twenty-eight, twenty-seven. And twenty-eight, twenty-seven. Uh, I will go. I will go Charleston. And I will go same score. Twenty-eight, twenty-seven. I think this, as we said, this is going to be a back-and-forth dogfight. Um, Cumberland taking on Arthur. I'll pick first. Give me Cumberland. 21-14. another low scorer. Yes, they're going to keep play keep away Yeah. the Pirates. Could be the strategy. I wouldn't be, wouldn't be surprised after last week. 
but I will also go the opposite here, and I will go Arthur in this one. And I will also go a low-scoring affair, but a little bit more, 28 to 20. All right, now time to pick our other game. So, Travis, I'll let you pick first. Uh, this is an easy choice for me. Okay. And it's Casey Lawrenceville. Casey Lawrenceville on Saturday. On Saturday. Okay. I'm going to pick Casey. Casey's going to win 31 to 20. 31 20 Casey. I will also say Casey. And I've got Casey 35 to 14. 14. And I will go Taylorville at Mount Zion. At Muhammad. Muhammad, that's what I meant. You knew what I meant. And I got Muhammad. 30 to 28. I will also uh, go Mommy here. And I'll go 31 to 21. Okay. Saturday, Travis. FAU versus Illinois. Illinois favored by 15 and a half. Who you got? Oh, wow. This is no surprise. I got the Illini. ILL. Right. Minus 15 and a half. I'm going to go FAU. Ooh. I think Illinois will win. I think FAU can keep it within two touchdowns because I have no faith in this Illinois offense. I can see this being a 14-10 kind of game. Yeesh. Ugly. Yeah, very much so. That's Illinois football this year. Travis. It has been ugly. All right, uh, moving on to Sunday, Travis. Colts at Ravens. Ravens favored by eight and a half. What do you got? Yep, eight and a half. That was this morning, so it, it may grow yes, that's larger, we're but in we're now. locked in at eight and a half uh, with the injury, so it's easy. Uh, Baltimore yeah. minus eight and a half. Yeah. I want to disagree with you to try and gain ground, but that would be silly, so I'm going to win Ravens as well. And then finally, Bears at Chiefs. Chiefs, minus 12 and a half, Travis. Mm-hmm. Who you got? I, I got Kansas City here. I mean, this could be 12 and a half, 22 and a half, 25 and a half. Ooh. Wouldn't matter. I'd go Chiefs. I don't know if I'd be willing to go. Travis, I'm going to be surprised if the Bears score more than 10 points. <laughs> yeah, especially without the left tackle now. Yep. Uh, the Chiefs defense hasn't exactly been lighting the world on fire, but this Bears offense is awful. They're not lighting the world on fire. The Bears, they're lighting themselves on fire yeah. in the dumpster. Yeah. So. The dumpster <laughs> There's some nice dumpsters out there. <laughs> there are. Don't be so mean to those dumpsters. They have feelings too. Uh, my apologies. They have feelings and families too. That's right. They have so. families to feed. There you go. There's our 
pick them for week number five of the high school season and we'll be back to recap it on monday there so uh, we will go to entertainment next let's go to uh, some entertainment what entertainment are we having this weekend all right i got 13 things of entertainment travis 13 13 one more than last week i'm I'm feeling it you are you had a decent week last week so we'll start with monday night travis Mm -hmm. rams against the Bengals. now when i saw this Rams plus three. Mm-hmm. I'm going with the Rams plus three. Plus three. It may grow now that Burrow's out, and it may even flip. Mm-hmm. But I locked it in at Rams plus three. Locked it in, yeah. Yep. Get it while you can. Broncos against Miami. Give me the Broncos plus six and a half. Plus six and a half. Okay. I like Miami to win, but I think Denver will keep it close. Mm. Falcons versus Lions, Travis. Give me the yep. Falcons plus three. Plus Tell me three. Falcons are the underdog in this game? I will take it. I don't know. I kind of like the Lions here. No, I, I like the way the Falcons have been playing this year. Mm. All right, moving on to Saturday games, Travis. Yep. Cincinnati, plus 14 against Oklahoma. Plus 14. Keeping it close to the Sooners. Yep. Western Michigan, plus 21.5 against Toledo. I just think that's a big number between two Mac teams, so I'll, I'll go with the dog on that one. A little Maction. A little Maction for you. Uh, Louisiana Tech plus 20 and a half against Nebraska. Okay. I, I, yeah. Uh, Stanford, you know how I went with Stanford earlier against USC this year, and it failed me. Mm-hmm. They're not going to fail me here because they're taking on Arizona, and it's Stanford plus 12 and a half. So I'm going Stanford plus 12 and a half against Arizona. Okay. Give me Nevada plus 17 against Texas State. Mm-hmm. Give me Akron plus 16 and a half against Indiana. I will keep saying Indiana is not <laughs> a good football school. It may bite me forever, but I will keep arguing it. So Against Akron. Against Akron, yes. I'm not saying Akron's going to win, but I think two touchdowns is a little much. We lost to Louisville last week just by a touchdown. Yep, don't care. Don't mm. care. Give me Memphis plus six and a half against Missouri because anytime Missouri loses, it's a good thing for all of us. So. <laughs> it's you just coming that? off their big win. I know. They're going to be at the Dome, Travis, so they're going to lose at the Dome. Are they really? Yeah, they're at the Dome taking on Memphis. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. America's center at the Dome. They are. Hmm. How much are tickets for that game? Two bucks. Uh, tickets as low as thirty six dollars. It's a hefty That's price a hefty tag. Price paid for that game <laughs> from Memphis. Yep. There, are, both of them are three and zero. Um, give me Iowa plus fourteen and a half against Penn State. Hmm. I think Iowa can keep it close. And finally, in my major dog of the week, Travis. Mm-hmm. UAB plus forty two and a half against Georgia. Yeah. Georgia didn't look great last week. Nope. Against South Carolina. I think the over-under for that game, by the way, is like 59, and Georgia's favored by 42. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, I, ESPN I, has a 54-and-a-half. Yeah, I'd go under because I don't know if Georgia – yeah, yeah. And finally, Travis, I hate doing it, but it's right there, so I'm going to take it. Colorado plus 21. Colorado plus 21. I still think Oregon's going to win. 
And I hope, out of everything, Travis, I hope I'm wrong on this. I am hope Oregon beats them by four touchdowns. Yeah. But, I mean, that's great value right there mm. at plus 21. Because I can see them keeping it within two two touchdowns. No respect. No respect for Coach Prime being oh, a f- uh, three-touchdown underdogs boo-hoo. going into Eugene. Tired of hearing about Coach Prime. Master of the forward pass, master of the practice. Blah, 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 blah. Colorado players reportedly stretch out before every practice. Breaking That's news. the attention to detail that Coach Prime has to every aspect of the Colorado game. Just so you know, he paints. He is the one who uh, said to paint lines on the practice field to make it look like the game field. That is how the attention to detail that Coach Prime has there at Colorado. Oh yeah. This is almost like the Chuck Norris jokes. Yeah. yeah. At this point. Yeah. <laughs> Did you know they actually have uh, field goals post up? Wow. Practice? Yeah. Dion, look at that. <laughs> that Who is the knew? attention to detail that Coach Prime Who has. Knew? They wow. also have a football. Wow, a they, football. They practice with a football. I thought they practice with a basketball. Everybody I, else does. I, I legitimately or just thought a Nerf baseball. ball. I thought baseball, you know, because Coach, Coach Sanders played a little baseball he in his did. time. Yeah. So. Wow. So tired of Colorado. Look at this guy. Innovative. Of college football. have them lose the next three weeks, that'd be great, please. I mean, this week and then next week, USC. So, get prepared. I mean, especially if they win this game, if Colorado wins this game, get prepared for everybody to go back to Colorado again because it's in in Boulder for USC. And then they can rush the field again when they win. And then when they win that, they'll already start etching the name of Colorado into the national championship. I mean, yeah, they Might have well. to have to vault themselves into Might the playoffs at that point. NCAA is trying so hard right now to find a way <laughs> to get Travis into the playoffs. And to, then to we'll get, see. To get Colorado in there. They're trying so hard to figure out a way to make it happen just for the ratings and the PR. And then we'll see how Nick Saban is uh, uh, giving some him. praise yeah. to Coach Prime when well, Alabama's sitting there and it's him in Colorado. Travis, that's – I mean, you're making an awful lot of assumptions <laughs> there, assuming that Alabama's going to be in the playoffs. <laughs> it's Bama. <laughs> they always find a way. I mean, they have that one loss, but they're not going to lose the rest of the season. They could be 500 and still find a way to make it in. Yeah, we're still going to be. Alabama's got to be in the conversation. So. Yep. But I also wanted to uh, mention that EIU in action tomorrow at 2 o'clock. McNeese. Yes. It's coming to Charleston at O'Brien Field, 2 o'clock. I hate that these games are on ESPN Plus, but that's what they are. Remember back in the good old days when it was actually on local television? But nope. Nope. ESPN Plus. So I just wanted to uh, pass that along there. All right, so we got our entertainment out of the way, even though I didn't get mine because I don't really have any. Oh, okay. Uh, I mean, I would go the opposite way. I would go Oregon minus 21, but that's just me. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, if I would hammer anything, I would uh, hammer Kansas City with the points there. Oh yeah, against the Bears, it's pretty pretty easy. Yep. 
Uh, I would take Seattle over Carolina too. Um, one that intrigued me kind of was the uh, Commanders and Bills. Uh, Bills favor by six. So my reverse psychology that I had the Raiders keep it close last week, they did not. I want the Commanders to keep it close against the Bills. So I would reverse psychology like Greeny and pick Buffalo minus six. And hopefully the reverse happens. So I would also go the other way on Miami. I would take Miami with the points minus six and a half there. Yeah, but you know you know me. I can't pick favorites, Travis. I know. I, I have to pick underdogs. I know. What we do. It's some big it's some big numbers. I mean Cowboys still favored by twelve and a half. Yeah, right the, now against Arizona. I I didn't really feel confident doing a lot of NFL this week. So there were a lot of big numbers or really really close numbers. Baltimore is still what we picked. The Jaguars favored by eight over the Texans. So so you got in the NFL. All right, so let's uh, get to uh, the uh, final thing we need to get out of the way here, and that's NASCAR and the uh, second leg of the playoffs. Begins this weekend, and it's in the great state of Texas. Yeah, yeah, gotta go back to that stupid track. Um, but before we get there, Travis, uh huh, there is a little tiny bit of NASCAR news for today. Yes, um, it is nothing at all that uh, is. It's not good. Um, oh, hold well, on, that's not saw, good. I saw something on the the X, and now I lost it. Oh, that's not good. Now I lost it. It's gone. Had something to do with David Ross, but I don't know if it was real or not. So I'm trying to, <laughs> to trying confirm. to refine it and confirm. Um, David Ross is in the. Uh, okay, it's fake. Never mind. The it's manager. Fake. Yeah, he's tra- trending right now. It's a it's a fake thing. A fake. It's a fake. I mean, <sighs> it should be real, but basically saying that he should be fired if they lose to the Rockies tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, sure. Um, but anyways. No arguments from Eric. None at all. <laughs> um, so, Travis, guess what? Mm-hmm. What? We are still waiting on the schedule to be released. Because, supposedly, the rumors going around is that they had Montreal scheduled for the spring mm-hmm. to have a race in Montreal, and that deal has since fallen through. Ooh. So they're having to go back and completely rework everything. Hmm. Now, so it makes sense. One of the things that has been floated out there that I've seen on social media that has been a rumor is that the playoffs next year, Travis, will have multiple, quote unquote, multiple plate tracks and road courses in it. Ooh. So we're gonna we're gonna up the wild card factor of the playoffs next year. It sounds yeah. like. Yeah. I don't know if I. I don't, I'm not I a fan like of that. that. I'm not a fan of that at all. Mm, yeah, I don't know if I like that either. Because it's too unpredictable. Right. Like you're supposed to be crowning who is the best of the year. Like, mm-hmm. and I, I'm one of the old school guys who I wanted a champion throughout the whole season. But I get for television and for the broadcast partners, they wanted that game seven moment. And yeah. in order to get that, you got to have the playoffs this way. Mm-hmm. So I I understand that. I don't like it, but I understand it. But now you're going to be like, oh, yeah, every cutoff race is going to be either a playoff, uh, 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 a road course, or a plate track. Yeah. Because anybody can win it. 
Right. Well, I don't want anybody to win it. Like, it's supposed to be the best of the best. Right. Yeah. Not not a fan of that if that comes true. I don't like that either. So we'll hopefully we'll have that to... doesn't come true. Hopefully we get a schedule eventually. It was supposed to be <laughs> no joke. It was supposed to be a month ago released, mm-hmm. and then there came out the Montreal issues, and then there were issues um, possibly with Chicago. That has since they will be going back to Chicago. The city of Chicago is having them back next year. So the street course in Chicago is a go for 2024. NASCAR is hoping to go back to Chicago Land Motor Speedway for 2025. So they're going to finish out kind of this two-year deal. But, I mean, if you were wanting to sweep the pot, Travis, with the Chicago city of Chicago, would you make that street course a playoff race? Ooh. Maybe. If they're talking about multiple road courses, why not make – because the playoffs used to start in Chicago on the Oval. Mm-hmm. Why not that make the first week and you could have all your media appearances in Chicago. It's the second biggest media market. Third, I think, actually, behind L.A. and New York. Mm-hmm. You could have the driver spend all week there hyping up. And then you get the unpredictability of the street course. Ooh. But having it during the playoffs, would it run into the NFL? Would that be an issue with the if traffic the and fir- everything? If it was the first round, yeah, it wouldn't be as bad. Right. That's the only thing that I would That's, think of there. That Yes, they would want it for the people being in town for the NFL game, but that would just be a, a nightmare oh, it'd be already. a nightmare because the track's already down there. You're already Right, exactly. Stuff like that. So I don't think it would be logistically possible. But – you could try to do it on a weekend where the Bears are out of town. Yeah. Right. And the Fire don't have a game. Right. But the NFL doesn't. I obviously don't make their schedule this right. far ahead. Right. So. So it. there's some iffies there. But if you're asking me, if, if the reports are true that we're getting multiple road courses and multiple play tracks, that makes me think, Travis, that Atlanta is going to be moved into the playoffs. One of the Atlanta races is going to be in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. along with Talladega, and then the cutoff race is going to be Daytona. So those there's your multiple plate tracks of Atlanta, Talladega in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. And then you're going to get multiple road courses. I wish that they would take the Roval back to being a oval because the car, this new car has ran great on that track. But they're not going to. Mm-hmm. So you're going to have the Roval still be there. And then I would think probably one more road course gets moved in is that montreal later in the year is that sonoma and we move sonoma down into the playoffs i really i want sonoma moved up i want to go out to california in the spring when it's all green i don't want to go out there in october when everything's dead (laughs) Watkins glen maybe Hmm. there's a couple of different options so i'm going to spend the weekend traversing if i can figure out the puzzle that is the the NASCAR schedule, but I don't think anyone can figure this one out. No, because it doesn't seem like it. It, it seems like they're having a hard time figuring it out themselves. So. Exactly. Let's move on to Pickham. As you said, we're in Texas. Everything's yep. bigger in Texas. That's what they say. Hopefully, Travis's lead doesn't get any bigger. <laughs> right now, you're I'm up by four points, Travis, twenty to sixteen. So you get to pick first. Mm-hmm. Yep. So. By the way, since the playoffs started, Travis, you have finishes of ninth, first, and second. 
Yeah, really strong. I have finishes of 12th, 2nd, and 29th. Mm-hmm. Yep, really strong. Thanks, Kevin Harvick. I <laughs> ah, appreciate that, Kevin. So who you got, Travis? Uh, so there was a couple of guys that I was uh, looking at here, and I think I'm going to uh, decide on him, and I'm going to pick uh, Brad Keselowski. Ooh. That's a good pick. Um you know, the last track we were at that was kind of like this was Michigan. His teammate, Chris Busher won that race, and Brad was strong uh, at, at that track. Now, Texas is a little different than Michigan, but mm-hmm. um, I got to hit a home run here, Travis, so I am going Kyle Larson. Yep. Got to hit it out of the park. I got I to gotta, I gotta come back. I at least <laughs> got to get a win this week. A win from Kyle would be great. But a win in general to prevent you from getting more points would be <laughs> ideal. Yeah, I, 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 Chris Buescher was on my short list. I, I, I was kind of looking at him. I, for me, but, it was back and forth between Kyle Larson and Chris Buescher. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, but so yeah, that'll do it. That'll do it. I got nothing else. Yep, I got nothing else either. So let's uh, get on, getting on. And get on to our football games. Yep. Well, we got a little bit of time for that. But Depending on when you're listening to this. I guess that's true. So we got to get out of here. So uh, thanks for listening. Uh, thanks for downloading. And we'll be back on Monday to recap it all. And we'll talk to you then. Have a great weekend. Peace. <laughs>